Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda Woulda Shoulda where I focus on not living in regret and forming high functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Good morning world, Shelly Shearer here and welcome to the show. Sorry, I've been a little, uh, I was going to say vacant. (laughs) I've been a little vacant as well, but um, absent is actually the word I'm looking for. If I struggle a little bit in this podcast for bringing words to mind more than usual, my regular listeners are probably used to me by now, it is because I actually am a little overworked right now. It's tax season for me and my other business. My health with my fibromyalgia has really improved a lot in the last year and I'm able to work almost full time again and uh, this is my busiest time of the year. Add to that, I'm in my new office upstairs. So we renovated a year and a half ago. We moved upstairs, got rid of our renters and now have adult Uh, young adult students in the basement or in the main level. We love it. They're part of our family. We know we're helping and keeping these kids safe because some of them come from other countries. Some of them are just coming across the country to go to school, things like that. Most of the time their parents meet us and they're like, yeah, you can stay here. So my husband just loves being Papa Bear. Just it's his thing. And he just loves having these young people here. I love sharing knowledge. I'm just very lucky that the two kids I've got with me right now, they'll be with me for a couple of years, are just very open and are sponges for information. So although, you know, they've never lived on their own, they don't take offense with being told, taught, not told, taught how to do laundry. You know, don't put cast iron frying pans in the dishwasher, they rust. (laughs) I love them. I love them almost like I love my own and it's just a joy having them here. So anyways, this is our new reality and part of the bribery in order to bring in two more students next month uh, for my husband, because he's feeling a little bit, you know, like, where's my house here? It's like, well, you've got a man cave outside. We have the hole upstairs. I had to give up my office downstairs. Huge room, all glass, looks out on the gardens. It was an office treatment room for my living well with shell business. Uh, It is now his office, his inside TV room, plus still a treatment room because I can't move all that upstairs. I've simply brought my business, my accounting business upstairs and our life. So part of me is loving the change. Part of me is was a little unsure at first. I love change. Let me just say that first. I love change. My husband, not so much. And I have to laugh because one of my kids that lives here, Vic, he hates change too. Matthew, he hates it more than Keith. He hates it with a passion. I moved the couch around. And he was like, why did you do that? I'm like, oh, honey, <laughs> you, just, you need to embrace this in your life. He's like, no, I don't. Everything can just stay right the way it is. I told him he could move his bedroom around now that we took the top bunk bed off him, now that he's staying for two years and he's in a big bedroom. I said, you can move your furniture around, you know. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. It's fine. Just the way you have it, mom. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's funny everyone's personality. I embrace change. And that's actually some of what I want to talk about today. So even though I haven't really felt like I had much to say the last few weeks, I've been struggling with my own changes. I, the universe just stepped right in. Instagram post from an author that's getting married tomorrow. She just inspired me with some of what she had to say about how the universe conspires. Uh, A parent of a student 
uh, that uh, was going to live here sent me a, a WhatsApp. It was like, okay. That actually is what started it. it uh, in fact, you might want to check out that little three-minute video. I posted it this morning on the High Functioning Habits Facebook page. It is a young girl talking about how our culture, how our lives have changed. We, we're the, the Inside Generation, it's called, theinsidegeneration.com. And this great little video on how we are breeding, you know, disease and depression and such just because we refuse to live outside as nature intended and and look after ourselves as the universe needs us to be. So it was quite inspiring. And then in turn, this email came or whatever you want to call it, post came through from my ladies group. I'm actually going to read that straight out to you because what she has to say is just perfect the way she says it. So there's no point in me really paraphrasing it. It has been a tough struggle uh, a little bit this last few weeks, a lot of changes. Uh, I've moved my office upstairs and my husband's taken over my big office downstairs now is sort of his office and TV room because I needed his little office to be a bedroom again because I have a foreign student coming uh, next month. So my girlfriend came up and gave me a hand with that. It was a great work weekend, but that's all we seem to be doing. It's tax season for me. So a lot of my smaller clients have year ends. My bigger clients, you know, have tax needs. And it just seems that every weekend is a job jar of, inf of stuff. Luckily, we've just hit this most amazing spring that I've ever seen. First day of spring and it's 19 degrees and it's been sunny for five days straight. You know, after rain and snow for all of uh, January and February, it's a, it's a... It's a welcome reprieve, let me say that. And so when you're looking outside, now when I look outside my windows of my new office upstairs, I do look into the tree canopy, but I don't look down onto the ground like I did before. My office downstairs was ground level. I looked right into my gardens actually, which were window level because part of the house downstairs when the people renovated this home years ago, they dug out the ground, created patios, but my office, the dirt still comes pretty much to the window and I've got a garden there, a hosta garden. So I look right into that and I, I just, I love that sensation. I, I, it was my favorite room in the house downstairs. However, that's the bribery it took to get my husband to be okay with four students living here. We do what we need to do. Adjusting to the changes, uh, the extra work, I took on a new client this year, took on a new client last year. So now I'm pretty much working full time, still struggling days with my health and I wonder, you know, I feel broken and that's what this is about. This is the post. You are not broken. You do not need fixing. Right now, you are the best version of you that you have in this moment. You are the only version of you that you have. Now, if you have goals, challenges, and change you are going to make, start the journey. Start planning and taking the steps towards your goal. Some days you will trip. Maybe you feel like you are limping along. Other days you'll be running or, <clears throat> as with the model in this photo who loves to road bike and mountain bike at high speeds, some days you will be flying. It was the caption with the, with the, um, with the post. But each day is a day you are going to be the only day you have to be the best version of you. And the credit, all I can say is this post just has a hashtag of model uh, and Hillary owner of, I don't even un... Um, Andes and Whistler. I don't even know what that says, <laughs> but it got me to thinking. I am a firm believer in picking yourself up by the bootstraps and carrying forward. I struggle 
There are days I struggle a lot. Sometimes it's weeks and months. On occasion, through 50, almost four years, it's been years. But I am still a 100% advocate of moving forward. I am not a standstill kind of gal. I never have been. I never will be. I just move a little slower now. Um, and my frustration is still quite high with people that don't move, move. It's like, okay, got to move around you then because I got to keep going. This is who I am as a person. That doesn't mean that those times like this lady, well, her name's Hillary, I'm assuming. So we're just going to run with Hillary, that Hillary has posted that we don't have the challenges. The difference is you can't let them get you down or permanently stop your progress going forward. I can look back on my life and see so many mistakes. I've bought in businesses. I've tried network marketing. Some were a success. Some were an experience. Some were a dismal failure. I have a family that just looks at that and says, well, you're flaky. I look at it and say, no, I'm an entrepreneur. And it's funny because, you know, the uh, my family is very, very judgmental. And yet I have a father that's an entrepreneur, a father that has gone bankrupt in his life, a father who started his own business in his 40s, and yet for some reason, whether it's just his personality or his generation, he doesn't relate that sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, give and take or understanding in into other people's lives. He doesn't look at my life and say, you know, she kept moving forward, she kept trying new things. There was just always a lot of judgment. It was such a shame because... He could have, he should have been able to relate to me of all people better than anybody else in his life. We are two peas in a pod for starters. I'm a daddy's girl. It's, it's true. But also we are the most alike in our family, despite my husband saying I'm like my mother. I am sometimes, but I am most in my mentality and in my sense of the world, like my father, huge, uh, avenue and gift of common sense, um, work ethic, striving. Where my father, I think, fell a little bit is two things he struggles with. Confrontation. He cannot handle it in any way, shape or form. So he worked very hard to make sure that if he was going to have the attitude, it's my way or the highway, that he had the money and the means and the power to make sure that his way was the highway. (laughs) It was a driving force for him. He also put a limitation on his success. Uh, I've podcasted about this before. My whole life, I grew up with him saying, I need to make a million dollars. But when he made the million dollars, he stopped. Everything in his life just went stagnant and he just stayed on his treadmill until he retired. But that million dollars drove him. Being a millionaire, it drove him. Now it's nothing. My gosh, my house is worth a million dollars and I'm living in nothing special. Uh, When you live in Vancouver, British Columbia, that's just the deal. But you know what? 30 years ago, 40 years ago, all this from his childhood forward, it was his driving force. So he put that out to God in the universe and it gave him what he asked for. But when he stopped asking, it stopped giving. And it's a really interesting conundrum that I've watched in his life. Very, very interesting. So this is where I struggle sometimes with my own life in the fact that I do feel broken. There's days when I just think, why can't I just be normal? Well, what is normal? Everyone's going to have a different version of normal. Everyone's going to have a different version of success, of happiness. The question is, what is normal for you? This is why when I'm talking about high functioning habits or even creating, for instance, let's just talk about health. 
health habits for people, which happens a lot in my life because one, I coach and I do have a treatment room for ionic foot baths. So people sit and talk to me and they want to talk about their health and their life. It's why they come to me, not just for the foot bath, because they just want to spend an hour talking about their lives and, you know, learning things. Happy. That's my gift. You know, knowledge and facilitation, natural sacred gifts for me. When you are looking to make changes. You have to understand yourself first because what is good for you may not be good for someone else. What you eat may be really bad for someone else. What gives you satisfaction and creates a healthy digestive system isn't necessarily the same for everyone. For instance, even though they're gluten-free, I keep trying to eat rolled oats because I love them. And I have a girlfriend that just lost 65 pounds in a year. She looks amazing. She's a blood type O, so technically should be avoiding grains to a certain extent, at least limiting them. She makes sure they are all complex carbohydrates. She went on a diet that is low glycemic. She didn't even diet. And she introduced walking into her, in her regime and lost 65 pounds in a year. Her body just craved that not having sugar. I know her body craved not having sugar. In other words, it reacted to it immediately. Her body craved sugar all the time. She was a sugaraholic, just an absolute sugaraholic. And she's aware of that. When she took it out, her body went, and now I'm going to give you what I've always wanted to give you, a lean, fit, healthy body. And it did with almost no deprivation other than the sugar. In other words, she hasn't died and she hasn't been hungry. She has this breakfast bowl that literally is orgasmic. It's like spectacular. It is a bowl of yumminess of oats and Greek yogurts and nuts. And she drizzles sesame seed butter over it, has seeds and things like, and, and other things in it, you know, proteins, cinnamon. It's, it's to die for. If she eats it when she's at my house, I watch her and I just think, I want to eat that. I can't. I'm always sick. I blow up like a balloon. I have gas that can clear clear a room and peel the paint off the walls. I don't digest it. It makes me ill and I can't have it in my life. And yet she is super healthy having that in her life. You need to know what works for you. You're not broken. You're just unique and you're you. So that's just a health thing. So when I'm coaching people, I always say, please do not eat foods you loathe because there's no reason to eat foods you loathe. I may have to take foods out of your diet that you love because you're an addict to McDonald's French fries and too much, too many uh, lattes, but that's just common sense and a little bit of willpower, okay? You, you just can't indulge every day of your life and expect to be health, healthy. That's just not the deal. Well, the same thing works for your business even. So here's a business example. Having a tough week. I have fell twice in the last two weeks. First time, 5.15 in the morning, letting the dog out. She walked away on a little walkabout and I was trying to get her back. She's deaf. And I got down my cement steps out my front door, but I also then I had these long walkout steps that go down to my lower floor door that are aggregate. And they drop off, but they're long, deep steps. I walked right off it. Just, I was groggy, unaware, and walked right off the end of a step and put my knee into this huge granite rock in my garden and fell into my garden. So yeah, hurt the knee pretty bad. It's it's aching and pounding every day. Got the bruising and everything down all well. Then I woke up Sunday morning with a bruise on my thigh. So I fell at night. 
Now, yes, I'd had a couple glasses of wine and I'd had a hot bath and it made me really groggy. So my husband ran me a bath because my legs were aching and apparently I got out and crawled into the bedroom downstairs and just went to sleep. He came in and checked on me. I looked great. He was fine. It was, it was a fairly early night. So I'd had a very busy day. I had company over, had a couple glasses of wine, had a nice hot bath. Well, by the way, heat and exercise will get alcohol into your bloodstream so much faster. And I think I slipped in the tub. Well, the side of my thigh is black and blue, like five inches down, four inches across. So I slid down something. I'm assuming the bathtub and it put my back out. I'm tired. I'm in pain. I'm now in fibro flare because I've just had too much going on and I'm whiny. There's me. I'm sure you could sit wherever you're listening to this right now and go, yep, this was my week. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, and I'm whiny. Fair enough. Doesn't have to be my issues. We all have our own. And yesterday I just wanted to crawl in bed with a book, but I had a client that has had to get off my desk because they're a seasonal client and my schedule is so full that going behind another day after I fell last week, I was in trouble. So I had to take a day of rest because the knee, I, we moved the offices and by the Monday I was just done. I literally could hardly walk. So, uh, thank by the way, shout out to my girlfriend. She's amazing. And I wouldn't, couldn't have got this done without, uh, without Tracy, but we all have days like that, but you can give into it. And sometimes you need to, sometimes you truly need to rest. Like I did a week and a half Monday, but yesterday I was basically just feeling sorry for myself. The thoughts running through my head, and maybe you can relate where I haven't podcasted in weeks. Some of my stuff is still downstairs. My office, my desk isn't as big. I've got stuff all over the floor. There's no door in my office. So I don't feel like podcasting because I'm not private. The animals walk in here and drive me nuts all day. So I'm just wah, wah, wah. Okay. So you can just come up with your whole list of wahs. But I knew here's where the discipline and high functioning habits come into play. Luckily, my husband is traveling this week for work. That really does lift a lot of stress off my life in my day because I'm not having to worry about, you know, spending time cooking dinner, him. I can just kind of focus on my tasks and resting. That's all I do. I don't even watch TV when he's gone because it's... It's just not super duper my thing. And we watch enough of it when he's home that I, I just, I take the break. I usually tend to work a lot and I eat really well when he's gone. I knew that I needed to get that client off my plate. So basically I sucked it up. Don't do that a lot because that, especially with fibro, because I can crash when I suck it up and push too hard. That's not always a good thing for me. There's usually, you know, an elastic band backlash, but got it done. And I have to say, no TV, just, you know, ate my dinner, went to yoga at, in the evening class. I'm trying to start a new evening class and came home, got straight into my bathtub, relaxed and went straight to bed early. I feel amazing today. Unfortunately, I got up, put my clothes on and my makeup and then found out my client needed me to work at home today. Oh, well, say la vie. Maybe someone will come to the door that uh, <laughs> the makeup will be worth it. Who knows? But you see what I'm saying here? I needed, sometimes you just have to buckle down. It doesn't mean you're broken. It just means you're having a rough day. And when you fail at something, it doesn't mean that endeavor is necessarily over. It just means you have to stand up, step out of the hole and carry forward. That is the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. Happy, successful people do things to ensure they continue to be happy and successful. And a huge part of that is recognizing themselves as a person, 
their weaknesses and strengths, and building good habits. There is no coach out there, Brandon Bouchard that does high performance habits, um, Zig Ziglar, you know, um, (laughs) my favorite, Jim Rohn, uh, Napoleon Hill, you know, attracting things into your life, the law of attraction. Successful people have a plan and they measure what you, you cannot, you cannot, um, what you can't measure. No. How does it work? You can't, what you can't, it'll come to me in a second. It's a saying, but you, you can't have success without measuring whether you're, you're getting to where you need to be. And there's a very, very simple saying that goes along with that and has left my brain today. Focus on the moving forward. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes it is better to be moving forward, not sure you're on the right path than standing still. Now, not always. Lives come with a four-part section. It's called the chaos circle. There's contemplation, there's rest, there's action, and there is planning. Planning, action, rest, What's the fourth one? Recovery. Thank you. Sorry. Contemplation and, and, and um, planning are the same. Recovery. You need these segments in your life and they will cycle all the time. You will never be successful your entire life. There's no need to be a failure either your entire life. You just keep, need to keep moving forward. So there is a time and place to be standing still and, and pondering your next move. But too many people spend too much time doing that. You still need to be moving forward even in small ways. Maybe you need to redirect. Maybe if you're trying to make a health change, you need to focus on your business and just let that simmer or vice versa. Or just keep moving forward. But no one got anywhere standing still for long. Okay? If you're moving forward... You are also keeping yourself open to opportunities, even if it's subconscious because you're not standing still. The universe has a really tough time with people that don't move because you haven't made a decision and you have no destination. The universe works really, really well (laughs) answering prayers when you know what you want, where you're going and are moving in that direction. It works really, really well, actually. If you haven't experienced this, I encourage you to explore this in your own life. Okay? So tripping and falling or flying on that bike, they are all part of the journey. So like I say, just to recap, I am definitely a person that embraces change and I believe in moving forward. So despite the fact that the last three weeks, I haven't lived up to what I consider my obligations. This podcast is, I believe, an obligation in my life. You, my listeners, are join me, are gracious enough to come and learn and experience and grow as human beings. I am so grateful for all of you. And I wasn't living up to that commitment of my weekly podcast for the last few weeks. These are the high-functioning habits in my life. But just because I faltered doesn't mean it's all over. And so many people just give up. They're like, oh, I'm embarrassed now. In fact, I had it. Here's a little embarrassing story, a little segue. I apparently hurt a girlfriend's feelings. We had gone out and we'd all were drinking too much. It was just a night of 
fun and revelry for someone's birthday. Um, but this particular crew is, yeah, they're a bit, little harder partiers. I said something to her, apparently, I have no memory of it, about her hair and hurt her feelings. I don't even know why I would ever say anything, even subconsciously, because her hair is stunning. She has got stunning hair. But apparently I did, and it hurt her feelings, and I didn't know. Until weeks later, my husband came to me, this past week actually, in fact, and said, how's your mood? <laughs> I'm like, my mood's good today. Why? He says, I kind of got something to tell you. So-and-so is hurt. You hurt her feelings, and this is what happened. I was mortified. I was absolutely mortified. So what do you do? Do you throw that friendship away? No. You go apologize. Don't make excuses. Just apologize and get past it. She was already past it by the time I apologized, I found out later, because they came up for came up for um, drinks in the sunshine. We've just had this amazing weather. Yard work was all done, and we all sat in the backyard with a cocktail and just enjoyed the fruits of our labor. My Our backyard tends to be a lot warmer than the neighbor's because it's all enclosed with big shrubbery, so the sun just shines right down on there. Three o'clock in the afternoon, it's gorgeous. And we, she just, I gave her a big hug. She told me she loved me, and I got a text from her a few days later, and she hadn't even watched the apology yet. <laughs> she was already past it. But that wasn't the point. The point was... You don't throw away the good because something bad happens, whether it's a friendship, your business, your health. You don't let the road bumps and curbs stop you. I hope I've given you something to think about today. I'm not even really sure where I was going with all of this today. I just got all these neat things about the universe and and that... Uh, did I tell you to go to the High Functioning Habits uh, on Facebook and, and watch that little three-minute video? That's, that's about health and, and, and habits, and I thought it was quite inspiring. But other than that, you're not broken. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today, and remember to focus on not living in regret. I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far, then you better have a plan.